Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? This <laughs> is Jonathan Rollins. Skiff Misara. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about the draft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. This episode is going to be about the NFL draft going into the 2023 season. And I. I'm excited, man. We're going to go through my mock drafts, one through seven, and uh, <laughs> and uh, write notes down and all that stuff. Yeah. Very exciting stuff, y'all. And no, all the iterations between numbers, like the 2.3 and the 2.4. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I thought that went without saying, but I, I guess we, can, <laughs> we might have some novices. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I, was on, uh, I was on like set of a thing yesterday. Yeah, I was like filming for a show. Uh, I had this. Oh, idea. I know about this. Oh, this is really? a sketch show. Yeah, yeah I forgot it. to tell you this, but so I was at. I've been working out of the, the offices of of Jaroski. Oh yeah, the production ones, company. Yeah, and I'm sitting there and I'm minding my business, working on my shit, and uh, and then a few tables away, I hear this guy uh, say something and he's talking in Swedish. So, you know, it sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher to me. It's like, (laughs) but Jonathan Rollins, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you motherfuckers over there talking about Jonathan Rollins? What's going on with Jonathan Rollins? They're like, oh, he's going to be in our sketch comedy thing. I was like, oh, cool. That's my boy. Yeah, man. Yeah, I had this uh, idea for a sketch, Uh um, but like technically it was kind of hard to do it independently uh-huh. so i told the guy who does all of these sketches i was like hey man this would be funny but i just don't have a way to execute this thing and then he like told them he's got the show and it's the second season of the show and he told them about it but he was like mm. it's not my idea it's john deron's idea and he said mm. i'd like him to be in it so uh pretty pretty cool thing so that's anybody, dope yeah you'll, you'll see me uh it's coming out this summer so you'll see me it was a, it was fun, man. It was fun doing it. Yeah, it was cool. It was nice to be like your name just sort of popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, man. And and I immediately interrupted what they were doing to get the whole. I, was <laughs> I like, like that. <laughs> they mentioned you and thing too. He said, because uh, they said I had a really nice voice. Mm. So he said, now I'm gonna listen to the director. Was like, I'm gonna listen to you and Skip's podcast, and I was like. Mm. Whoa! <laughs> He's like, "Cause you got such a good voice." I think he mm-hmm. just wanted to throw your throw your name out there. He's out there oh. name dropping. Yeah, name dropping. He knows I got juice. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and also, before we get started, I want to uh, let people know that if they want to see some comedy of mine, I have a stand up mm. special that I released. Uh, it's out there on YouTube. It's called Jonathan Rollins Fast Unstelled. You can uh, check it out on YouTube for free. And uh, mm. laugh at my jokes. A lot of it is about living in Sweden and 
being a young father from the hood in this uh, socialist utopia. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So check it out. It's very funny. You should also go to the Laugh House and see that shit. Uh, oh, yeah, I did yeah, that yeah. this past <laughs> weekend, uh, which was really fun. Uh, it was cool. It's a great spot. Perfect. Thanks, um, man. Hoping we can stay there for a while. Oh, for good. It's, hmm. it's fantastic. Forever. Yeah, man. <laughs> if you're in downtown Stockholm on a Saturday, come through and watch some comedy in English. And uh, yeah, we yeah, we have some fun. Which is the only way to listen to comedy, to be honest. It's like, <laughs> can't be yeah. fucking and half comedy of the, the night you were there, half of the comedians were Swedes, and they were performing in English, and it was great. The mime guy was really good. I thought he was yeah. good. Yeah, I love having him there, man. Supreme That's body it. control, that guy. Insane, although, man. Although, he did try to talk shit about American football. I almost, I was like, yeah. I was going to get up there and like, you know, Will Smith that motherfucker if he kept going. <laughs> Like, Keep my sports name <laughs> out your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, he um he was nervous about that. He asked me before he came out. He was like, "Hey man, what do you think about?" Us? He's like, "I said, yeah, go for it, man." He's like, "How many Americans you think of beer?" I was like, "Enough, go for it." <laughs> had I been a little drunker, and had I not been with my wife, mm. I I would have booed him. Really? That would have been so great. He'd probably been weirded out. Like, what the hell is happening? Am I still in Sweden? <laughs> I don't know yeah. how he would have handled booing. Wow. <clears throat> I've only seen it a couple times here. People getting booed. Because I, I don't want to get... It's after an offensive joke. It's normally after like a, a pedophile joke or something. You don't get a boo after talking shit about football. Well, that, there was that... Yeah, that, that would have thrown a loop. There was that one guy who tried to tell a joke... Or he d- didn't try. He did. He told a joke about, uh, like he was glad that the second tower of the World Trade Center got hit because, oh yeah, because yeah. it would have been so asymmetrical or everything yeah. would have been off had that yeah. one not got hit too. Yeah. And I thought that was a pretty brave joke. And yeah, that caused a fair amount of moans in the audience. We had a, a comedian visiting. We brought him here from New York City, hmm. and uh, and his him and his girlfriend both comedians. And they did not like that. They were like, oh, a 9-11 joke? I was like, set y'all sensitive asses up, man. Y'all comedians. You're going to get 9-11? When? When is, it the, when is it too soon? Over. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not, the joke isn't 9-11. It's just mentioning 9-11. The joke is that he's right. o- OCD. <laughs> I think it's a good joke. I, I thought it was fine, <laughs> yeah, but I thought man. it was a funny reaction. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are like, we allowed oh, to? I like about, it when people yeah. tell a joke that uh, you're not supposed to laugh at it's, funny. it's great man so yeah come to the laugh house y'all uh but that's not what we're here for we're not talking about comedy we're here to talk about the draft and that's now true. it's time for jonathan rollins mock draft three point first round i'm gonna say the first and no, i'll just get it <laughs> i'm gonna trade back here i'm gonna trade back here this time my 2.5 i didn't trade back at all I'm trading back today <laughs> Unbelievable. This uh, has been every time I hear these mock draft guys, I think of you. Uh and yeah. this year especially because I it most of them are I've never heard this many mock drafters admit that they don't know what the fuck they're doing this year. Because Good. it's it's a little um It's a tough one. It is a tough one. There's no stand up. Um, but before we dive into that, and speaking of people who don't know what they're doing, this is I just want to highlight quickly uh, we're going to post this link as well. One of the things that I forgot to mention in the last episode that we 
that happened was this uh, team report card thing that came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is pretty crazy because uh, you had the NFLPA. I think they had like over 70% of the players in the league secretly voting and ranking Mm -hmm. certain aspects of the teams that they play for. Right? So an anonymous vote that produced some fairly jaw-dropping results in some Mm -hmm. cases. The categories that were ranked were team facilities, nutrition, weight room, strength staff, training room, training staff, locker room, and travel. Um, Top five teams overall, Mm -hmm. Vikings, your Dolphins, Raiders, Texans, and Cowboys. Wow. Bottom five teams. Okay. See if you can guess. Okay. Uh, Oh, you know what? I'm going to say... I gotta go with the commanders. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to think of shitty owners. Uh I'm gonna say are the Colts in the bottom? No. Okay. Um Jacksonville Jaguars. Ding. Uh ding on the commanders too, by the way. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um Houston Texans. Mm, no, they were in the top five. Mm. Oh, yeah, really? Mm. I am shocked. I heard mm-hmm. Cowboys. I didn't get, uh, damn. Hmm. I don't know, man. I'll just throw some teams out there. Uh, the uh, Not the Rams. It's brand new. We said Commanders. Mm. Can't be the Ravens. Can't be. Not Jacksonville? Shit. No, you, you were right on Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville was one of them. Uh, the... Cleveland Browns. No. Bottom five teams. (laughs) Bottom five teams. Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. Kansas City Chiefs. What? Los Angeles Chargers. Arizona Cardinals. And, of course, the worst team in the league, the shittiest team in the league, is the Washington Commanders. Chargers? Don't they share facilities with the Rams? Well, they share a stadium, but they were also like, so obviously the stadium is the stadium, but they were talking about the training facilities as well. So the highlights of this story, um, a few highlights, Saints, Cardinals, and Bengals were all called out for not providing meals for their players all the time. How? Um, They literally are why you eat. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What? Another highlight was that the Cardinals players don't feel safe in their outdated weight room. Apparently the floors are all fucked up. Um, the Bengals apparently have issues with broken toilets and showers. Um, but the most shocking story that came out of this, uh, report was the rat infestation in the Jaguars locker room. Yeah. That's the one I heard about. Yeah. Um, rat infestation. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I mean, it's a, it's a truly fascinating story that I, I will post a link to this uh for anybody who wants to nerd out on it but it's kind of it's a little amazing actually um yeah it it helps you to figure out which owners are the cheap ones i guess and it feels i mean you got the money to solve this stuff (laughs) yeah clearly um damn for sure it's sad man yeah, it's kind of crazy. They're already being cheap when it comes to player salaries, and you're trying to figure their ways about, you know, even avoiding paying guaranteed salaries and shit. And now you're not even going to give them top facilities. You're just only lining your pockets. Yeah. It's yeah. Fucked up. 
It's weird. Uh, and then the other story I wanted to talk about before we get to the draft, this is the by a country mile, the funniest pre-draft story out there. Uh, my man, former Bulldog Stetson Bennett, <laughs> getting arrested at 6 o'clock in the morning for being shithouse wasted, banging on some <laughs> poor woman's door. This woman calls 911, uh, and to be fair, we're still not sure if he was intending to knock on her door or if he was so drunk he just forgot which door was his. Mm. Um, either way, TMZ has the entire arrest video, and I got to say, it's fucking hilarious. I'll post that too. Uh, the body cam footage captured Stetson Bennett uh, um, trying to hide in the bushes. Which did not work out. Um, He's also complaining about the handcuffs being too tight. um, Complaining like a little bitch. Uh, And then the white privileged cherry on top is the passive aggressive whining as he gets put into the cop car. He's quoted as saying, this is a direct quote. He says, uh, the door, he's, he, first, he claims the door shut and somebody fell asleep, and now five million people got to see it, don't they? Thank you, boys, for looking out for me. You guys are the best. Oh, and then he adds, man. and then he adds, reputation ruined. Everything I work for for twenty years ruined, but y'all boys just looking out for me, aren't you? Thank you, sir. I was like, oh, is it their dude, responsibility? Just, exactly. Like you're the one that got drunk. Where's your accountability? Oof, this is some. I mean, uh, this feels a little like Zach White. What's the name? Zach Zach Wilson. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. This sure. Zach Wilson shit. I I'll just say I absolutely love this man for delivering me back to back national championships. Okay, but Stetson Bennett, uh, it, and he honestly because of what he did and his story of being a walk on and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff, he will forever be on the Ra- Mount Rushmore of UGA greats. Mm-hmm. Um, but lest we forget. Uh, Herschel Walker is also on that Mount Rushmore <laughs> <laughs> of grades. So, you know, yeah. there's that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I just think this is – here's a guy who who coming into the combine was being talked about as like, hey, this Stetson Bennett guy, yeah, we know he's he, he has back-to-back national championships, but there's a real chance that he could go undrafted. Um. And this happened like two days before the combine. He gets arrested, or or, or a week before the wow. combine, or something. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? You're, and he performed great at the combine. He did really well, and people thought he was good. But it's like, you know, the problem with him is that he's he's 25 years old. He's like one of the oldest, you know, guys in the draft. Him and that guy from Tennessee, Hendon Hooker. They're both like they're like the same age as as. Justin Lamar Herbert Jackson and Lamar Jackson and, 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 and those guys have played in the league for like three or four years. So, um, yeah, I was going to joke that he was 33 years old. He should know better, but just <laughs> it's kind of true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's get into the draft. Um, as we said in the last episode, the Panthers already traded up with the bears for that number one overall pick. So of course, uh, we are, immediately thrust into this yearly pastime of trying to speculate which quarterback are they going to take. <laughs> uh, so the options are Bryce Young from Alabama, CJ Stroud from Ohio State, Anthony Richardson from Florida, Will Levis from Kentucky uh, are the only 
I don't even think Will Levis belongs the top on that prospects. list, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, they're the four QBs who who everyone is talking about. They also happen to be the four the the four QBs who played for four teams that all got waxed <laughs> by former Bulldog Stetson Bennett. But luckily for them, yeah, but it wasn't Stetson just Stetson is, uh, <clears throat> Luckily for them, Stetson Bennett is a six-year college player who's twenty-five years old. Yeah. Uh, and and has a it appears to have issues staying sober. So uh, <laughs> anyway, who? Because remember he got, he was drunk on Good Morning America when they won the first yeah. national championship. You see yeah. that? Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. He couldn't hardly fucking see straight. Uh, anyway, Yo, so you, the question have is: Have you seen when that um, police, hmm? like that high-ranking uh, police guy in I want to say Oklahoma, got pulled over, hmm? and he <laughs> he kept trying to tell Mm-mm. he was like a. I forget what his rank was. He's like a sheriff of something. You know what I mean? Like up there, sheriff's office mm. or something. And he kept asking the cop to turn his uh, camera off. <laughs> and the guy wouldn't do it. He's like, hey, man, can you turn it off? Can you turn it off? Can you turn, turn off the camera? He's like, no, sir. I'm not turning my camera off. He's like, come on. All right, all right, all right. All right. I mean, but can you turn off the camera? I got to talk to you. <laughs> That's great. That's hilarious. I love that Oops. the cop didn't do it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so uh, next, one, do we do it? Are we going every team in order in the first round? Well, I was going to ask you first before we get into that. Like, who do you think? Who do you think they should take? If you of were the Carolina, three. you're the GM. You're the GM of the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Who do you take? How long did Bryce? How long did Bryce Young play? I would take the four year. The person who did four years and had the most NFL-ready offense more than this other shit. I don't know. That's yeah. Like I that's why Anthony I, Richardson, the least. I think Bryce Young yeah. maybe. I like the I like his ball. Like when he throws the ball, it looks good. But he also right. they're also all of them are oh, not Florida, but the star-studded receiver cores. So it's mm-hmm. hard to judge that shit. But then again. Tua's had success. I'm thinking of Alabama's. And when you when you start talking about it's just the system, it's just Alabama. But Tua has success, and Mac Jones has success. And Mac Jones has success in his first year. Second year, who knows what was the problem? What was the issue? But people are blaming other things. Okay, before you make your selection, I want to remind you mm-hmm. that the last ten quarterbacks that were taken first off the board in their draft. Mm-hmm. Okay, so not necessarily first overall, but just first quarterback taken. Mm-hmm. The yeah, last ten, Kenny yeah, Pickett. Okay. Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow. Kyler Murray. Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Jared Goff. Jameis Winston. Blake Bortles. Mm. And EJ Emanuel. So God the point is, damn. it doesn't always work out. Uh, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Who's the most successful of those? The most successful is the top three of those. I'd say it has to be Burrow. Burrow, definitely the, the top top three of those. Kyler Murray, maybe? Yeah, but I would say Kyler Murray is trending downwards. And then who else? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Jared Goff, Mitch Trubisky, Jameis Winston, 
Blake Bortles. Forget about Blake Bortles and EJ Emanuel and Jameis yeah. Winston. Uh, so, so uh, I mean, Goff did. Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl. Um, so there's that. Kyler Murray played four years, right? Yep. He played a year at Texas A&M and three years at Oklahoma. Mm. Uh, Jared Goff, he played four years, right? I think so, yeah. Burrow moved around. I mean, he was like Burrow he only moved played around. He played. He came out old. Remember, they were talking about he's old. Yeah, he only played one year at LSU because I think he was at Ohio State and realized he wasn't going to get he wasn't going to get the starting job. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and Jared Goff played three years. Hmm. And he played all. He started all the games. That's that's the type you want to look for, man. So the ru- the rumor is the rumor is that Carolina is going to take Bryce Young, um, which is kind of who I I think it would be great if they took him. He's very talented, but he's historically small. That's the biggest problem. Right, you see it he's, too, man. He's five foot ten. Oh. With his he- with his helmet on, which means he's probably closer to five eight or five nine. Wow. His combine weight was two hundred and four pounds, which is also bullshit. Uh, at Alabama, you think, they, he played, you think they're adding? No, I know they're adding. I, I know that he put on weight before he went to the combine to get measured because he played at Alabama at one eighty five. Okay. So all measurables considered, he will like literally, and I don't mean this like like he will literally be the smallest and the slightest first round quarterback drafted in NFL history. Mm. He will not necessarily have the offensive line that he had in Alabama, and the guys who are trying to sack him into the middle of the earth will be on average seventy five to hundred pounds bigger than they are in college. I mean, look at Kyler Murray is a great comparison. Has he ever has Kyler Murray ever finished an entire season without getting hurt? No, he's not. I don't think so. But uh Russell Wilson's not that big. Well, he's stocky though. Exactly. He's he's stocky. Mm. Um this guy when he gets hit, it's like it's like watching a cartoon. He flies through the air. Well, uh, CJ Stroud and Ty, uh uh Bryce Young played 3 years. Mm. I think Stroud's the better quarterback, to be honest. Yeah. He's the most NFL ready quarterback. Yeah. Um I, I think a, that I don't think that any either one of them are gonna be a, a star. Hmm. I'd be surprised. I mean, somebody's gonna pop out as I gotta I would predict that this class is gonna have a surprise best of the class. Kind of hmm. like how uh the two thousand twelve everybody was talking about Tannehill, Andrew Luck, who else was it? There was another one that year. And then, oh, mm. uh, RG3. Mm. And Russell Wilson ended up being the most successful out of that batch. And right. He went in the third round, right? I don't remember. but I, yeah. I think he was a third-round pick. Yeah, um, so, but, well, a lot of people are think, are talking about Anthony Richardson that way, too. Richardson is like the opposite of Bryce Young in that his measurables are everything you would want in a quarterback. Um, mm. But he's played half the amount of games. Right. As the That's other the QBs. And he's thrown twice the amount of interceptions. Uh ton of raw talent. And could I could see this guy turning into a Josh Allen type player because he plays kind of like that. Bryce Young. No. Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Okay, okay. That's um, not gonna, it's not gonna work. But he, I think it's gonna the, be more Justin Fields. 
The well, the problem with Anthony Richardson is that he could either be Josh Allen, or, but he could also be Jameis Winston. You know what I mean? He's 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 too unpredictable, and okay. he I, he's only started like I don't even think he's played more than twelve or fourteen games in college. What are they doing? What they had it? he was playing behind. They couldn't figure. I think he was there when Kyle Trask was. Um was the starter and then they had another guy and they kept flipping back and forth between them. He's just yeah. Nobody wants know. a project in the first round. Especially if you pick them that high. I mean you pick somebody first overall, you kind of expect them to play right away. Right. Um so <clears throat> but yeah. This uh team needs board has the Panthers obviously picking between CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, uh and Anthony Richardson. Uh, most mock drafts at the moment, this one has them picking CJ Stroud, but all the rumors, uh, but it could be a smokescreen. You know what I mean? It could be one of those things yeah. where they're, but, but all the rumors are pointing towards uh, Bryce Young. I didn't see much of the three, but I did see when I watched Bryce Young, I liked what I saw. Bryce Young. I remember thinking how unfair it is that Alabama just keeps getting these guys. I, Bryce Young is is an absolute nightmare to play against. I mean, he's he's very difficult. He you know what he's really good at? He's good. He's good at moving around the pocket as it starts to collapse while also keeping his eyes downfield. Like he does he it might he does be an Alabama not thing, man. He doesn't get distracted by the pressure of what's happening mm-hmm. and he he seems to always find an open guy. The problem though is that he does that thing that a lot of college quarterbacks do that does not fly in the NFL, which is that he will try to extend a play long enough to get a receiver, like not just kind of open, but wide the fuck open. Oh, okay. Um, and that doesn't really happen in the NFL in the same way that it does in college. Oh man. The windows get smaller. Yeah. So that we'll see. And, and for being a quarterback that small, I mean, the longer you extend the play, the more likely you are to get the shit sacked out of you. Scrambled so, eggs. Mm, so mm. I, I don't know. I'd go CJ Stroud if I were them. All personally. Right. Well. Um, next up, we got the Texans who <clears> – one of the interesting rumors about the Texans that, is that they, despite needing a quarterback – uh, uh, some people seem to think that they might not take a quarterback. Uh, that they might go defense instead. I would if I were them. But no, it's not like we're certain about. You know what I mean? They have a ton of picks, by the way. Yeah. Um, I mean they've got two picks in the first round. They're picking second and twelfth. They got eleven total. Uh, they got that. That number 12 pick is from the Deshaun Watson trade. Uh, they're also picking 33rd. So Damn. Three right in the top at, right at the top of the mm. – So they could be a, a lot, candidate man. to – They could trade back too. They could get a lot get more, if they want to trade capital. back. Yeah, man. Build this team up. I I feel like a team – D'Amico did a smart thing like, going there. D'Amico Ryan did a smart thing going there. I think so too. But I feel like a team like the tech Texans who – are at least a couple of years away from being worth even mentioning as a real football team. I, it, why not trade back? 
honestly. Uh, so yeah. I don't know this, this, uh, what is it? Yeah. This one, this, this team needs chart that we're looking at claims that they're also looking at CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, or Jackson Smith and Jigba wide receiver out of Ohio state who a lot of chatter about the wide receivers in this draft being small. They're all yeah. mostly slot receivers. Uh, but this Jackson Smith and Jigba is certainly considered to be the best of, yeah. of the wide receiver class. Well, um, it seems like small wide receivers kind of where the league is going. Yeah, the, it does. The spread and these like you know slants and drag routes and all that stuff. <clears throat> and this uh, RPO, you got these guys that just finding little holes in the defense, and yeah, it seems to be the the way of the future. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The other big question, which brings us to our next team, the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of, I mean, there's nonstop room. The Cardinals are basically have already announced that their number three pick um, that that people are calling mm-hmm. um, that it's it, it's up for grabs. Um, they will come into next year with arguably one of the worst rosters in the NFL, so it makes all the sense in the world for them to trade back um, that for a pick that could help them to start their re- rebuild. Um, but the interesting thing is, is that there are a lot of quarterback needy teams. And so a lot of people are kind of debating like which team is most likely to trade up, uh, to get that number three overall pick. Um, of all the teams in the draft, who do you think would be the smartest one to trade up to trade up to get that pick? Um, because they're gonna probably. It's, I, if I were picking third, I'd be getting somebody. Either I go for a defensive player, like edge mm-hmm. rusher, or or shut down cornerback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, and I had to trade up. Let me look at the draft order. Mm, I would say, and I wouldn't want to, because Arizona's probably not want to go too deep in there. Hmm. Maybe Atlanta? Possibility. Yeah, they're on the list. One, I think one of the top teams on the list that most people are assuming are going to do this trade, uh, if it happens, uh, is the Colts. Because the Colts are picking at number four. They're right after them. Well, that's great for exactly. Arizona. Exactly. 
it, it would allow Arizona to just slot one one spot back, mm-hmm. and it would also allow the Colts to make sure that some other team doesn't leapfrog them mm-hmm. and get one of the main quarterbacks. So this mock draft that I'm looking at says that the Colts would uh, swap places with the Cardinals and take Anthony Richardson. Yeah, but the Cardinals, uh, which, their prices might be kind of high for that. Yeah, sure. But, yeah, I mean, you just gave up a bunch of draft picks. I mean, the thing is, is that the the price for the trade depends entirely on how far down the draft you're picking, right? Mm-hmm. So if you were trying to move if you were the Bucks, for instance, who also need a quarterback, uh, mm-hmm. if the if the Buccaneers tried to move from the 19 spot to the three spot, I mean, they would have to give away so much fucking draft capital to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the Colts would have to give up less because they're in fourth place. They're they're right. picking fourth, so it makes sense. It makes it does uh, make sense. I've heard that the Lions. I've heard the Lions are interested in perhaps moving up. I've heard the Titans are interested in moving up. Uh, the Raiders are sitting at the seven spot. I mean, they have Jimmy G in the building, but how long is that going to take until he gets hurt? Uh, but Raiders, so, Raiders, they're not going to get a quarterback. They're not going to draft whoever Jimmy Garoppolo is injury prone. That's a dumb way to draft. True. Yeah. Yeah. And they brought in and I'm, they brought in uh <laughs> I forget who they brought in, the quarterback from the Patriots, the backup from over there. Oh yeah. Hoyer. Yeah. <laughs> so they're good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh either way, it looks, Rams, it looks like the really. mm, it looks like the first defensive player who who is being predicted to come off the board will be Will Anderson Jr., the edge rusher from Alabama. Yeah. Um, whether he's going to go to the Cardinals or I see him going to the Seahawks too. God, that'd be scary. Mm. Seahawks are sitting. I mean, think, I feel like the Seahawks are the luckiest team in the world. They trade Russell Wilson mm-hmm. to the Broncos. The Broncos yeah. are shit, and and the Seahawks get the number five pick in the draft. <laughs> Plus, they have the number twenty pick, which is their own pick. I mean, they have three picks in the top 40. Seahawks, Seahawks locking and loading, man. Pete Carroll, that's baby. True. Or not Carroll, but, you know. Isn't he I mean, Jim? that's... Uh, is he? No. Doesn't he do Isn't both? somebody else? No, I think there's another guy there. Okay. Um, John but, yeah, Schneider. the Falcons the Falcons could trade up. Then I've heard that rumor. I could see that. I could. Uh, they'd have to give up some stuff, but yeah, the 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 most sense would be Indianapolis taking that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the other Ooh. big question is like, who's going to get traded on draft day, right? Hmm. Like, one of the rumors is Lamar Jackson. Like, because mm-hmm. the thing is, is that Lamar Jackson, if the the longer he continues to not, uh, you know. I don't know if 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 OBJ coming to the Ravens has has changed his mind at all, but if it hasn't, he welcomed him. He did, and everyone is speculating what that means, but we still don't know if that makes it more likely to come back or if it changes nothing. Uh, in which case, the Ravens are sitting in a situation where they're like, "Well, are we really supposed to go into next year with nothing?" 
Did you know that uh, Lamar? The reports are saying Lamar Jackson requested the Ravens get DeAndre Hopkins and OBJ. <laughs> so maybe he's just waiting for the D Hop thing. D Hop is saying he'll take a pay cut to play for somebody next year. That would be crazy if he winds up, <laughs> he winds up at the Ravens. That's going to be insane. If they get D Hop and OBJ, it'll be the first time they invested in the receiver core like that. Yep. And if I was Lamar Jackson, I'd be like, all right, guarantee me 100 mil. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean? It don't have right. to be guaranteed. To He didn't say he wants guaranteed highest ever. He just mm-hmm. wants a guaranteed contract. I'm sure he wants to rival the Deshaun Watson, too. But, like, guarantee me 180 mil. We're good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. And Hopkins taking a pickup, man. Make the move, Ravens. I'd like to see the Ravens being good, man. That'd be my- hot if they had Hopkins <laughs> and OBJ, and and then you know Rashad Bateman was pretty good when he. I mean, he had some injury issues, yeah. but if he could say never healthy, say never, but never. That's when um, Mike Tomlin's over here, like hold yeah. up now. <laughs> and uh, and what's his name? What's that tight end? The- Andrews. Yeah, exactly. Those three. Ravens new coordinator, be. new creative coordinator. Come Todd Munkin, like, former yeah, Bulldog. Munkin, Let's go. Yeah. I might be a Ravens fan all of a sudden. Uh-oh. <clears throat> um, what else going on? We're, we're not doing every team, right? No, 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 no. We don't okay. have to do every team. Um, but, yeah, let's see. Who else has got some interesting needs here? Oh, you know what I'm interested to see? What Detroit's going to do. It, you know, that's what I was just looking at because they're also kind of in a very – advantageous situation mm-hmm. uh in that they have the rams mm-hmm. pick right Number this six. is the rams gave them a, a f- this was in 2000 this is from two years ago this is mm-hmm. part of the matthew stafford trade yeah. from 2021 they got a future first round pick and here it is they got the rams, rams didn't know they were gonna suck <laughs> rams didn't know they were gonna suck and the lions are sitting here with the sixth overall pick Mm-hmm. Plus the 18th overall pick, which is their own pick. And they also have 48 and 55. I mean, they have four picks in the top top 60. That's that's pretty good. Uh, I think they should take defense. Obviously, their defense yes. was terrible last year. Um, they, that Yeah, their defense was awful. Is their coordinator Johnson still around? The offensive coordinator stayed, yeah. Oh, good. Ben Johnson. Yeah, he stayed. Yeah. yeah, so they can run that back. Uh, and they're also going to have a healthy uh, – what's his name? Jameson Williams. Uh, the the He was a rookie last year out of Alabama, but he didn't play until the end of the year uh, because he was recovering from the ACL that he suffered uh-huh. in the national championship game that he lost to the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, <laughs> but he's a very good receiver. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're going to have a whole year of him, presumably, plus Amara St. Brown. Um, Who was the key <laughs> last year. Yeah. When he, when he played, they looked great. Yeah. They did lose, uh, what's his name? The running back, Jamal Williams. Okay. He, where did he go? I can't remember where he went. He went somewhere. He was a free agent, and they didn't re-sign him. So... Some people are saying that he – well, you know, the other big question in this draft, actually, which is causing a lot of turmoil and discussions and debates, is this, this – you know, there's this general rule as of the last 
Jamal Williams many... went to the Saints, bro. Oh, yeah, that's right. Over the last several years, uh, it's become kind of an unwritten rule that you just don't draft running backs. Some people say you don't draft running backs in the first round, period. Mm. Um, but most people would say you definitely don't draft them in the top 10. But there is this running back out of Texas named Bijan Robinson, mm-hmm. who is being essentially they're, they're talking about him like he might be the best running back since since Saquon, Saquon? Barkley. Uh, a lot of comps to Saquon. Uh, I've seen him play a couple of games, and I can say, dude is different. <laughs> he's uh, he's pretty special, uh, and he also has the added bonus of he, he's just as good catching the ball out of the backfield as he is running the ball out of the backfield. They're, so, saying, uh, they're talking about Patriots. He's been linked to them, that they got the yeah, eyes on him. Yeah, whoever gets him is going to be really happy. Falcons fans are really up in arms. Some people think, Fuck that unwritten rule. Take him. Uh, I agree he's with being, that. He's being considered like on a lot of people's big boards where mm. where they just rank players based on their skills, regardless yeah. of where. Some people are ranking. Some people are saying that Bijan Robinson is the best best athlete in the entire draft. What they say uh, that teams want to be in the position of BPA, best player available status right. in the draft. You don't have that many team needs. You just take the best player on the board. And that's uh, whichever team, you know, is at that point of their draft. Grab them. A lot of people. Fuck the rules, man. Because you know what the rules also say? Quarterbacks going first. And this year, it shouldn't be that year, man. No. It's annoying to me. I've been having this debate with Isak. Uh, If the Falcons pick B. John Robinson, um. With their first pick in the draft, I'd be totally down with that. Uh, Isak thinks that's a terrible idea. Who's to fault you if you took the best player? I just like, think that in that happens, offense, like... in that Arthur Smith offense, you could have the next best running back in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, the next guy who's going to be a fucking star in the running back position. Fuck yeah, you take him. I wasn't Arthur Smith in Tennessee before. Yeah, exactly. They had yeah. a pretty good running back under him. That being said, uh, it appears that the Falcons are poised to take an edge rusher. Atlanta has, again, mm. oh, yeah. I mean, we just, <clears throat> I think it's been 20 years since we've been able to sack the quarterback. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, and I mean that, like, for real. Like, uh, what does it say here? More than half of the teams in the NFL had 40 or more sacks last year. The Falcons have fewer than 40 sacks in the last two seasons combined. Damn. So, we're probably going to take Miles Murphy, the edge rusher out of Clemson. Okay, would be my guess. Um, he's he's a big man, a big fast. He's like a lot of these edge rushers nowadays. You know, they're big, but they're but they're slim and they're fast mm-hmm. and they can yeah. move and they can run people. They got down different and moves and different yeah, mm-hmm. a repertoire of moves. The mm-hmm. uh, what do you think about the Bears, man? I'm really interested to see what they're doing because they seem to be they hired this new GM. He seems to be pretty savvy. He's a player not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how uh, it works out for him. I got like a little peripheral vision on the Bears. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I think they made the first of all. I think they made the right move by trading away the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they're at least a year away from being Mm -hmm. a year away, but Mm -hmm. this helps. Um, 
they're probably in a good spot to pick up some good defensive talent as I well. Go O line, man. That yeah, absolutely. You, you Protect got some fields. capital. You got some capital by trading back. Mm-hmm. Invest in the O line is what I would say for the Bears. Yeah, yeah, that's and a good been, idea. Uh, and and uh, they're saying Peter Skoronsky. I'm not going to pretend I know much about a north a tackle from Northwestern, but mm. coming from Northwestern. The closest NFL team, Chi Town, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, yeah, wouldn't be uh, too uncomfortable for him, I would guess. Pick yeah. him up, have him a hometown boy, get your block on, bro. The other team that's sitting in a pretty advantageous position are the Eagles, who also have two uh, first round picks thanks to the Saints sucking donkey dicks in 2022. <laughs> Eagles need it. Uh, and yeah, and they lost some players, so they definitely yeah. need it. They're probably going to take a cornerback, would be my guess. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. The funny thing will be to see where this Will Levis kid winds up. He's the other. He's that fourth quarterback that nobody can figure out. Is he good? <laughs> mm. uh, he. He played for Kentucky in college, which oh. is not a very good football team. No. Um. Gotta I think it's one, funny. Man. You gotta have the great white hope, man. I think it's funny that he's being mocked to Tennessee because he's basically like a younger version of Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill in a way. It's <laughs> uh, so not far from Kentucky. True. Yeah. It's the same same redneck shit. <laughs> uh, the other interesting question is gonna be to see where uh one of the other stories is um my man former Bulldog uh Jalen Carter, mm. uh, you know, he, he was – some people were, were talking about him as being a potential number one overall pick or certainly in the top five. Um, but then his stock started to fall because oh, he got yeah. involved in this – there were these two – a player mm. and, a, and an assistant coach for the Georgia Bulldogs who died mm. – in a car crash that turned out to be a car racing thing. And Jalen Carter was in the other car. And this, this all happened. Like he literally had to leave and turn himself in the -hmm. night before the combine. Uh, and then he got booked and left and, and, um, listen up y'all. Here's, here's, here's my advice to the teams out there. mm -hmm. Remember that you're the NFL. Mm -hmm. You're in the NFL. Mm. So don't let a little felony scare you away Right. From a good player, because that's what the NFL is all about. Yeah. So if you think this is your guy, take him. Do not let what happened in favor of my Miami Dolphins mm. to Laramie Tunzel mm. keep you from a future star. Right. Yeah. It, it appears that all of the fears of him falling down the draft board have started to go away. Yeah, uh, nobody, no. Most people are still mocking him pretty high. Uh, the Seahawks are rumored to be interested in him. So are the Lions. I do hope he um, learned his lesson, though. Yeah. Keep your goddamn. Just nose keep him going. out of. Just keep him out of Vegas. I think it'd be fine as long as you don't let him. Go to <laughs> yeah. Vegas. I think Vegas should have a no rookie rule. They mm. just only build through free agency. A little bit older guys that you know. Or they could have a rule: rookies aren't allowed to drive. Oh yeah, mandatory you- Uber. <laughs> yeah, cars. We will take you wherever you need to go. Yeah, but you can party. You can party. But here's you know. here's your jersey. 
Now give us your driver's license. <laughs> Hand it over. Keys, keys. Are those car keys? All the players yeah. just never have financial troubles because they don't buy a bunch mm-hmm. of cars. Look at that. You're welcome. All the NFL owners should be investing in self-driving cars so they don't have to have this problem anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right? Be like Another football player is beating the charge because he was asleep in the backseat. Well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Tesla mm-hmm. took him home. Yeah. My man, former Bulldog Nolan Smith, edge rusher. Looks like he's probably going to go pretty high. Uh, is that what this is about? Is this about just, just talking about former Bulldogs? Of course. Is that what we're doing a draft episode? <laughs> Where are the Hurricanes? Shut up. I, no, but I, I meant that for real. There's some Because I, I, there is a guy I heard about the other day. Who was it? Uh, there was a hurricane in here somewhere. Yeah, there's got to be. Uh, it sucks. Zave, <clears throat> so the, the the receiver question is the one that's going to be the most fascinating, but we're not really going to know what it's going to be until the season starts. Because like I said, a lot of these receivers are so small. Like yeah. one of the top receivers that everyone seems to be really excited about is this guy named Zay Flowers. He's five foot nine, 182 pounds. Damn. He's ath- athletic as shit. And when you watch his tape, like some of those catches are just like, damn. But it's like, Hey, one kinda, one one linebacker get a little hold of him, but at the same time, I mean, a lot of these guys, they like you said, they are getting like most of the receivers that we're seeing in the draft this year kind of look like they like body type, kind of like Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, not that tall, strong as fuck, mm-hmm. and they don't weigh Jalen Waddle, yeah, Jalen Waddle too. Exactly. Yeah. What, who's the guy from the Eagles who's so good? Oh, Smith, Devontae Smith. Exactly. Same kind of thing. Yeah, good point. All the receivers are basically looking like this. The best prospect from the University of Miami is Tyreek Stevenson, cornerback. Let's, That's probably let's who you go. heard about. Yeah. That's the one. Six foot mm-hmm. corner, man. He was balling. And Will Mallory, tight end, because the U always puts a tight end out there. Of course. Yeah. I love he's, it. He's six four, two hundred and forty pounds, you know. Mm. <laughs> that's Miami. That's what they do. Damn. Yeah, that's about it this year, unfortunately. Hmm? Even though they did I, get one of the top uh, recruiting classes, so maybe in the future uh, Miami's break. I, I think a lot is a lot of things are getting ready to change in the world of college football as, over the next couple of years. Once this um, NIL uh, money yeah. s- starts to really. I mean, it's already happening, but I think it's going to change a lot of teams' fortunes, and they're going to extend the playoffs to twelve teams uh, next year. Okay. So nice. A lot of changes coming uh, in that world. Hopefully, the talent gets spread out more, and we get some more competitive stuff. Seems that way. Some teams yeah. are changing uh, conferences, conferences too, like yeah. Texas and Oklahoma are coming into the SEC, which is kind of interesting. Uh, they're going to get a rude awakening. <laughs> yeah, they're going to wish they stayed they get put. Some, uh, some boosters, get that NIL money. We'll see. Well, they got, the Manning kid is now playing for Texas. Uh, what's his name? Arch Manning. In the next, oh, yeah. Saw that. The next iteration of Manning quarterback is uh, soon it. to be in the NFL. He'll probably be here in, I don't know. Two years, three years. The twenty-first pick is the LA Chargers, but it should be the Miami Dolphins who lost that pick because that's true. Yeah, there's only thirty-one picks. <clears throat> only thirty-one picks in the first round this year, thanks to Stephen Ross. Mm. Um, so 
so, tamper. Yeah. yeah. He's a tamperer. But, uh, I, th- I don't know, man. I don't have much more to say about the draft, bro. Yeah, me neither. There's a lot of great players out there. Uh, if anybody's interested and you want to nerd out on the draft, uh, I guess we can post this too. The NFL, the ringer has a pretty good, great, uh, a pretty good, great. What am mm. I? Do- what the hell was that? A pretty good, great draft <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, page. They got mock drafts, team needs, big yeah, board. Yeah, cool. I think there's going to be a video element coming soon as well, where you get to see some tape of these guys, and you can. Um, that got would a lot be of, cool. Yeah, they got a lot of different filters where you can kind of look through all the offense, all the quarterbacks, all the running backs, all the pass catchers. You know, if you want to, so you can kind of, you know, and they have it on different. Like you can just skim it, you can peruse it, or you can do the deep dive where they give you like way too much information. Uh, One interesting storyline cool. here yep. that I'd like to see. Hmm. Is the Pittsburgh Steelers? You know, I'm kind of a peripheral fan of them. Mm-hmm. Love the organization and all they do. Uh, they have three picks in the top fifty. I didn't mm. realize that they're picking seventeen, thirty-two, forty-nine. Pretty sweet spots for to get some good talent that's going to be on the team in the next four years. You know, mm. and uh, one player I want them to get mm-hmm. is cornerback. Or defensive back, whatever. Joey Porter Jr. Okay. He went to Penn State. Mm. Local kid. Father played linebacker for the Steelers. Mm. Under Bill Cower days. Cool. It's so cool to see the son play in the shadow of the father on the team after playing for the local college team. That is pretty cool. I think that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. hope, hopefully he's around in uh, pick 32 or whatever, or 49, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the, obviously the draft is next week on Thursday. Um, yeah. You know, for those of us over here in Europe, it's a little like Christmas. You kind of have to go to bed and wake up the next morning and see what your team got you. My team's not uh, picking on the first day. so <laughs> That's true. I can wait for the second day. And then day two, I think I watched – the draft on Saturday last year. Oh, you yeah. can just kind of leave it on in the background. Yeah. It's kind of fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should be fun. Yeah, man. Uh, we, I did it y'all. I did it. I sat through a, I did an actual draft episode. Mm. Pre-draft episode. I don't know if we've done that before because I'm so anti. I feel like there was one year I did a mock draft one year. Oh, okay. All right. And decided I would never do it again. <laughs> like, I did it. I think I did it the first. I feel like I did it the first. I think I actually asked him to help me. Yeah. Like, we did it together. It's cool. You know, the cool thing is, but I only do it for my team. The people that you, th- like, team needs and the people that you uh, are looking forward to possibly being on the team or your team's getting linked to, I'll watch their, like, highlights and stuff. That's pretty mm. fun to see what they're about and then start hoping for stuff. But I can't do it for every team because – No, it's hard. I do a watch a fair amount of college football. Right, that too. You got an advantage with that too. Um, so you could be like, oh, man, it would be cool to see what happens with this guy. You get a relationship to the guys. They need I mean, to make I know, it easier here to watch. I know all of these uh, – I know most of these SEC players. I don't watch – I don't watch a lot of – teams outside of the sec so some of them are kind of a mystery to me but um 
But yeah, there's some some interesting players. I, it, you know, the thing that always strikes me every year is like how watching college football doesn't really is not a very good barometer for how good a player is going to be in the NFL. It's just there's so many there's so many different factors involved um, that it's just kind of it's hard to predict. It's hard to predict. No, I agree. Hmm? And and everybody's gonna be so certain the day after. It's like it's gonna be three years before we know. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Pump your brakes, unless somebody just like completely great. Then hmm. you know maybe the first year, hmm. but you don't know. No, can't be calling not. people a bus game six. Relax. Hmm. It's cable true. news's fault. We got all this shit, all this information all the time. This is too much. our news cycle. Yeah. Just relax, bro. Relax. relax. Listen, man, it's dark in here. I'm going to leave mm. early, all right? <laughs> I can't do the full amount of time, all right? It's dark. I didn't know that this darkness retreat was going to be so dark. Yeah. I'm already hallucinating. I think I'm going to check out. I'm alone with my thoughts, and I did know how annoying I am. <laughs> so I'm out of here. <laughs> exactly. I realize how annoying I am. I'm oh, leaving. Who knew? who knew? You all been putting up with this shit all this time? <laughs> Thank you, Green Bay Media. Wow. All right. Well, thank y'all for checking us out. It's been another episode of SpinFL Draft Preview. And we'll be back soon with a draft recap next week. Stay tuned, everybody. Glad to be back. We'll be back as much as we can this offseason. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Skiff Misara. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Let it y'all.